0: Chapter 11 This chapter is about Sai as Sagun Brahma, Dr. Pandit's Worship, Haji Siddhik Falke, Control over the Elements. Let us now, in this chapter, describe the manifested Brahma Sai as to how he was worshipped and how he controlled the elements. Sai as Sagun Brahma There are two aspects of God or Brahma. One the unmanifested or nirgun two, the manifested or sagun. The nirgun is formless while the sagun is with form, though both denote the same Brahma. Some prefer to worship the former, some the latter. As stated in the Gita, chapter 13, the worship of the latter is easy and preferable. As man has got a form, it is natural and easy for him to worship the god with form. Our love and devotion do not develop unless we worship Sagun Brahma for a certain period of time. And as we advance, it leads us to the worship or meditation of Nirgun Brahma. So let us start with Sagun worship. Image, Altar, Fire, Light, Sun, Water, Brahma are the seven objects of worship. But Sadhguru is better than all these, let us, on this occasion, Bring to our mind the form of Sai, who was non attachment incarnate and who was a resting place for his devotees. Our faith in his words is the asin and our Sangalpa, that is, determination to accomplish the puja, is the abandonment of all our desires. Some say that Sai was a Bhagavad Bhakta, that is, devotee of the Lord. Others say he was Maha that is, a great devotee. But to us, he is God incarnate. He was ever forgiving. Never irritable, straight, soft, tolerant, and content beyond comparison. Though he looked embodied as having a form, he was really disembodied, emotionless, unattached, and internally free. The Ganges on its way to the sea cools and refreshes the creatures affected with heat, gives life to crops and trees, and quenches the thirst of many. Similarly, saints like Sai while they live their own, give solace and comfort to all. Lord Krishna has said that, Saint is my soul, my living image, I am he or he is my pure form. The indescribable Sakti or power of God known as pure existence, knowledge and bliss incarnated in the form of Sai in Shiradi. The Shruti describes Brahma as pure bliss. This we read or hear daily in the books. But the devote people experienced this Brahma or bliss in Shirdi. Baba, the support of all, required no prop or arson from anybody. He always used a piece of sackcloth for his seat, which was covered with a small mattress by his bhaktas and had a bolster placed by them, rest as his back. Baba respected the feelings of his devotees and allowed them to worship him as they liked. Some waved chanmar or fans before him, some played on musical instruments, some washed his hands and feet, some others applied scent and chandan, some gave betel nut with leaves and some others offered naivedya. Though he looked like living in Shiradi, he was present everywhere. This all-pervasiveness of his was daily experienced by his devotees. Our humble prostration to this all-pervasive Sadhguru. Dr. Pandit's Worship. One Dr. Pandit, a friend of Tatya Nulkar, once came to Shiradi for Baba's darshan. After saluting Baba, he sat in the masjid for some time. Baba asked him to go to Dadabat Kailkam. He went to Dadabat, by whom he was well received. Then, Dadabat left his house for puja and Dr. Pandit accompanied him. Dadabat worshipped Baba. Nobody until then dare to apply sandal paste to Baba's forehead. Only Mal Sapati used to apply it to his neck. But this simple-hearted Dr. Pandit took Dada dish containing puja materials and taking sandal paste out of it, drew a tripund, that is, three horizontal lines on Baba's forehead. To the surprise of all, Baba kept silent, not uttering a single word. Then, Dada that evening asked Baba, How is it? That though you object to the sandal paste being applied by others to your forehead, you allowed Dr. Pandit to do so. Baba replied that Dr. Pandit believed him to be the same as his guru, Ragnath Maharaj of Topeshwar, known as Kaka Puranik. And he applied the paste to his forehead, as he was doing to his guru. Hence, he could not object. On inquiry, Dr. Pandit told Dadabad, that he took Baba as his guru Kaka Puranik, and realized him as the same. Hence, he marked the Tripund on Baba's forehead as he did on his gurus. Though Baba allowed the devotee to worship him as they pleased, still sometimes, he acted in a strange way. Sometimes, he threw away the puja dish and his wrath incarnate. Then who could approach him? Sometimes, he scolded the devotees. At times, he looked soft and wax a statue of peace and forgiveness. Though he seemed to shake with anger and his red eyes rolled round, still he was internally an ocean of affection and motherly love. He would call out his devotees and say that he never knew when he was ever angry with them. If it was possible that mothers could kick their children and the sea turn back the river, he too could neglect the devotees' welfare, that he, the slave of his devotees, always stood by them and responded to them whenever they called upon him, and that he always longed for their love. Haji Siddiq Falke There was no knowing as to when Baba would accept a devotee. That depended on his will. Siddiq Falke's story is to the point. One Mohammedan gentleman by name Siddiq Falke of Kalyan, after making pilgrimage to Mecca and Medina, came to Shiradi. He lived in the Chavadi facing north and sat in the open courtyard of the masjid. For nine months, Baba ignored him and did not allow him to step into the masjid. Falke felt disconsolate and did not know what to do. Somebody advised him not to be disappointed but to try to approach Baba through Shama, a close and intimate devotee of Baba. He told him that as they approach the Lord Shiva through his servant and devotee Nandi, so should Baba be approached through Shama. Falke liked the idea and implored Shama to intercede for him. Shama agreed and on a convenient occasion spoke to Baba about him thus, Baba, why don't you allow the old Haji to step into the masjid while so many persons freely come and go after taking your Darshan? Why not bless them once? Baba replied, Shama, you are immature to understand things. If the fakir, that is Allah, does not allow, what can I do? Without his grace, who will climb into the masjid? Well, go to him and ask him whether he will come to the narrow footpath near the barwi well. Shama went and returned with an affirmative answer. Again, Baba said to Shama, ask him, whether he is willing to pay me the sum of rupees 40,000 in four installments. Shama went and returned with the answer that he was willing to pay even 40 lakhs. Again, Baba said to Shama, we are going to cut a goat in the masjid, so ask him whether he would like to have its meat haunch or testicles of the goat. Shama returned with the answer that the haji would be happy to receive a small crumb from Baba's kolamba. Hearing this, Baba got excited and with his hands threw away the earthen jars in Columba and straightway advanced to the haji and lifting his kafni up in arms said, Why do you brag and pose yourself as an old haji? Do you read Quran like this? You are proud of your pilgrimage to Mecca, but you do not know me. Being thus scolded, the haji was confounded. Baba then went back to the masjid, purchased a basket of mangoes and sent them to the haji. Then again. Baba went to the haji and taking out rupees 55 from his pocket gave them in haji's hand. Henceforth, Baba loved the haji, invited him for meals and the haji thereafter came into the masjid whenever he liked. Baba gave him a time some rupees and thus the haji was enrolled in Baba's Darbar. Baba's control over the elements we shall close this chapter after describing two incidents, showing Baba's control over the elements. Once at evening time, there was a terrible storm at Shiradi. The sky was overcast with thick black clouds. Winds began to blow with great force. Clouds roared and lightning began to flash, and rain started pouring in torrents. In a short time, the whole place was flooded with water. All creatures, birds, beasts and men got terribly frightened and they all flocked to the masjid for shelter. There are many local deities in Shiradi, but none of them came to their rescue. So they all prayed to Baba, their God, who was fond of their devotion to intercede and quell the storm. Baba was much moved. He came out and standing at the edge of the masjid addressed the storm in a loud and thunderous voice. Stop! Stop your fury and be calm. In a few minutes, the rain subsided. The wind ceased to blow and the storm came to a stop. Then, moon rose in the sky and people went back home well pleased. On another occasion, at noon, the fire in the duni began to burn brightly. Its flame was seen to be reaching the rafters above. The people who were sitting in the masjid did not know what to do. They dared not to ask Baba to pour water or do anything to quench the flames. But Baba soon came to realize what was happening. He took up his satka and dashed it against a pillar in front, saying, "Get down, be calm." At each stroke of the satka, the flames began to slow down, and in a few minutes, the dhuni became calm and normal. This is our sai an incarnation of God. He will bless any man who will prostrate and surrender himself to him. He who will read the chapters of this book daily with faith and devotion will soon be free from all calamities. Not only this, but always attached and devoted to Sai. He will get very soon God-vision. All his desires will be fulfilled and being ultimately desireless, he will attain the Supreme. Amen. Bow to Sri Sai peace be to all.